It's Tuesday, May 2nd, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, the Guardians pulled off a stunning comeback win in the Bronx against the Yankees on Monday night in the opener of a three-game series. Uh, it really was uh, a case of uh, uh, really the Guardians doing nothing at the plate for eight innings, and then uh, all of a sudden Stephen Kwan comes up with a hit to start a rally, and and uh, Yankees manager Aaron Boone uh, kind of panicked because he had uh, he had D- uh, Domingo Herman uh, on the mound. Uh, he was he was rolling. He was dominant throughout the game. And then all of a sudden the wheels fell off the cart for the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, Domingo Dem- Dem- Herman was at 88 pitches, Joe. He had one out in the ninth inning. Um, you know, Quan gets the hit. And um, and Aaron Boone, you know, went to the bullpen and, you know, as soon as he took a step out of the uh, the dugout at Yankee Stadium, the 34,000 fans or how many were still left at the ballpark started booing. And uh, it turned out the fans were right. And, uh, you know, Boone was wrong. Just a, a tough move. And uh, Aaron Boone is uh, catching some heat. But, you know, the Guardians had to take advantage of it. And they did. Yeah, there were several moments uh, throughout that uh, eighth and ninth inning, really. Uh, let's go back to the eighth inning first before we get to the rally. Uh, it was uh, Cal Quantrill who, uh, you know, sort of st- uh, stumbled a little bit there uh, early, uh, gave up a couple of runs, and and then, and then really settled in and locked in. I think he retired eight, nine in a row at one point, uh, was looking good, uh, got the first out of the um, – what the eighth inning, and then uh, he had a base runner, and uh, and Terry Francona called in Angel De Los Santos, uh, and De Los Santos comes up with one of the plays of the game really before he even threw a pitch. Uh, he picked off Anthony Volpe at first base with a, a brilliant throw. Uh, the play survived a, a replay review. Uh, the the call was overturned. He was originally ruled safe. Uh, they called him out. Uh, gave him two outs in the eighth inning, and then threw one pitch to Anthony Rizzo, got a ground out, and got out of uh, got out of the trouble. Yeah, one pitch win, Joe. It doesn't get much better than that for for a relief <laughs> pitcher. And uh, Dale Santos was laughing about it in the locker room. They were they were having a good time with that, you know. Uh, poor that's, Cal Quantrill. That's efficiency right there. One pitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've got Angel De Los Santos if he wants to come back and pitch him again tonight, if he can. Exactly. And, you know, poor uh, Cal Quantrill goes 97 pitches. You know, he's he's into the seventh, seven and the third innings. I think that's his longest start of the season. You know, and he gets a hey, hang with him, uh, you know, slap on the back. Uh, De Los Santos comes in, throws one pitch, and gets the win. He's so uh, you know life life in the bullpen and life in the rotation can uh, be a little bit different uh, depending on on uh, you know what day you pitch on. But if if De Los Santos doesn't come in and immediately pick Volpe off, uh, Volpe's got really good speed. I mean, he was going to be on second base. It was going to be really hard to get through that inning without giving up a run. And and that really would have short-circuited any sort of chance at a comeback for the Guardians in the ninth inning. Uh, so you, you can't uh, sort of discount what De Los Santos did there and how important that uh, bottom of the eighth inning was to Cleveland's comeback. Uh, then you get to the to the ninth, and uh, Miles Straw looks, uh, you know, lost at the plate against Herman like every batter did up until that point, uh, swinging and missing at strike three. 
So there's one out and Stephen Kwan comes to the plate and just does what Stephen Kwan does. He, he, he drilled a line drive to center field, extended his hitting streak to four games. Uh, he's, he's looking really good and really comfortable in the box lately. Uh, and, and then from there, it just sort of, uh, it sort of unraveled on New York. Yeah, just, uh, you know, it was like the drip, drip, drip finally, uh, you know, broke, uh, broke through, you know, and, and kind of broke the Yankee spirit. Uh, you know, Rosario sends a, a comebacker to the mound against Clay Holmes. Holmes boots it. That puts runners at first and second. Then, uh, you know, Ramirez singles to left, loads the bases. And, uh, you know, then uh, Naylor comes through with a, with a huge hit, Joe. Uh, you know, two-run single to right. Uh, ties the game and uh, and the inning kept going from there. How uh, how was Naylor's uh, two run single received by the Yankees fans who uh, already have a uh, mostly hate hate relationship with uh, with Naylor? Yeah, well, I think they were still booing Boone by that time. <laughs> so so Naylor Naylor caught a break there, but during the game they were on him every at bat. You could hear, you know, the chants of "Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy?" You know, they the Yankee fans have long memories, so uh, they remembered the ALDS last year. But uh, I think Boone got uh, got Naylor off the hook last night. Yeah, it's uh, you know not the not the first example of a Yankee manager uh, sort of drawing the wrath of the uh, the fans there. I can remember back to uh, against Cleveland. I can remember uh, back to 2017 and the the playoffs uh, there. Uh, you know, Joe Girardi had been criticized for uh, you know moves that he uh, not making a not challenging a play in Cleveland in the the previous game, and when they introduced him. Uh, in the the pregame uh, introduction ceremonies, the the boos were deafening. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, what was, the, what was that? The Lonnie Chisenhall check swing or something yep. like that? Wasn't that it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was whether or not there was a foul tip on the pitch. Uh, I, I believe was what they were were going to challenge. And if you remember back to that uh, that year, I, I think there were like two or three times that season where uh, Cleveland had gotten uh, you know screwed over on a couple of challenges. Uh, on similar plays like that. So if Girardi had challenged, it would have been uh, a whole mess for Cleveland. But uh, yeah, Boone, Boone certainly is taking uh, the heat right now, but that's what the, that's what the guy in that seat sort of has to do. If you're the manager of the Yankees, that's uh, uh, you're not going to manage based on what the, what the crowd wants to see Uh, from a, from a pure baseball, uh, you know, standpoint, the way that Herman was rolling do you do you take him out of that game or, or or what do you do? Jeez, I I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, he's given up seven home runs. You know, so I'm I'm sure they're thinking. You know, Boone is thinking. Okay, you know, if I if I got to get him out now, I got my my bullpen guys up, and uh, you know, I I don't want him giving up a two run home run to uh, you know that short right field porch there. Uh, but still, 88 pitches and the way he dominated Joe, he was not only was he beating them at the plate, he was in their heads. You know, right. Frank Kona was talking about it. You know, he, he had the, the curveball. You know, they were worried about the curveball. Then he was throwing his fastball by him. Uh, you know, I if you're managing by your gut, I think you you have to you have to uh, go with uh, the starter. But very few people, very few managers, you know manage with their gut anymore very few managers have the uh 
you know, have the cachet to do that. And right. I don't think Aaron Boone has has the cachet in New York to do that, even though he's led the Yankees to the to the playoffs five straight years. Yeah. And I, I, here's my just my reasoning on it, my thinking on it. And, and, and I agree um, that that he he probably couldn't get away with just chalking up another loss, specifically because of the, the situation New York is in without all their big guns right now. Uh, I, I think. The reason you leave Herman in there is because he was hot, he was rolling, and if he does give up a two-run home run there, well, you're tied, you know, and then you can bring your bullpen in and 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 get things going, and you know, you play to extend the game and and try to. You're always going to have a chance to walk it off uh, if you're tied, if you're the Yankees. Uh, I, I think you the risk there is you know see if he can get you uh, the last two outs of the game. Uh, before he gives up that two-run home run, and it's more likely that he's going to get those two outs before he does give up that home run. So uh, I, I just that's probably why I think all the criticism right now is is probably well deserved. But again, the the Guardians still had to come through and get it done themselves. Uh, Jose Ramirez with a line drive single, uh, Josh Naylor with the the big two-run hit, uh, and then they get all the way down to Mike Zanino, and he's facing Wandy Peralta. And the count goes full. Zanino fouls off some pitches. And then Zanino said after the game, you know, having faced Peralta before, he kind of knew uh, knew to expect that changeup, uh, that he would go back to it. And he was looking for it. He changed his eye level. He said, anything below uh, sort of this eye level, I'm going to let it go. Uh, and and he did. And, and Peralta missed. And it walked in the, uh, the go-ahead run. Yeah, just, uh, you know, <clears throat> Peralta pretty much pitched around uh, Josh Bell, don't you think? You know, he oh, looked yeah, like he was, he was loaded. He had first base open. You know, he he wasn't going to take a chance with uh, with uh, Bell hitting right-handed there. And then he comes back and gets the lefty-lefty matchup with uh, Jimenez and strikes him out. And then, you know, just to, like you said, Joe, Zanino just with a great at-bat, uh, about an eight-pitch at-bat. And he finally, uh, you know, gets, uh, you know, works the uh, works the, the walk. And, I, you know, you usually don't see uh, Jose Ramirez fired up too much, not on the field anyways. He was clapping as he came home. So, you know, that was that was uh, that was a big, mo- obviously the biggest moment in the game for Cleveland. Yeah. Death by a million paper cuts. Uh, again, <laughs> the offense looked like it was, um, uh, you know, the, the way that the Guardians put pressure on other teams, not just putting pressure on their defense to make plays, but putting pressure on their pitching staffs and, and the the Yankees bullpen folded uh, last night, and, and that's certainly what happened. Uh, the what it means for uh, for the Guardians, you know, the the calendar turns to May. Uh, May last year was sort of when this team sort of gelled and, and took off and came together with some big comeback wins, some big dramatic wins, some some Josh Naylor moments uh, throughout uh, uh, the month of May and into June. Uh, is, is this the kind of victory that can springboard the Guardians into a, a hot streak? Yeah, you would certainly hope so, Joe. I mean, this offense has got to, you know, wake up and, and get better. It's got to improve. I mean, you know, they've uh, kind of sleptwalk, uh, sleep, sleptwalk through uh, April. And, uh, you know, you, we've seen some signs on this trip. You know, they, they hit the ball pretty well in Boston, you know, on Saturday when, when they staged that, you know, comeback, it was ill-fated, but, you know, they, at least they showed some fight there and they showed some fight again to, you know, uh, in the ninth inning uh, last night, even though, 
you know, they were just dominated by Herman through the first eight innings. But those, that's a good sign. And I think, uh, you know, uh, they seem to, uh, you know, two big hits for uh, Naylor in the last three games. He had the three-run double Saturday at Fenway and the big hit last night. So that's encouraging. He's only hitting 213, but he's still he's tied for the team lead with 17 RBIs. So uh, hopefully he's moving in the right direction. Yeah, this is a this is a guy who even when he's struggling, he still manages to come up with clutch hits, uh, and and has done that uh, on a regular basis even when he's he's been injured. So, um, uh, you know, hopefully this gets uh, Naylor pointed in the right direction and and things continue to flow from there. Uh, you talk about the challenges they face. Uh, they've got Tanner Bybee going uh, on the mound, his second start after a brilliant debut last week. Uh, the only problem with that is they go up against Garrett Cole, uh, the nemesis, the the guy who basically owns uh, mental real estate in the, the heads of every Guardians hitter and, and fan right now. Uh, Cole on a personal six-game winning streak, including two postseason wins last year against the Guardians. Uh, just, uh, just listen to some of these numbers uh, for Cole. Uh, you know, in his time against Cleveland, against Terry Francona's teams, He's six and two with a 3.08 ERA in nine regular season starts. He's held Cleveland hitters to a 196 opponent batting average in those regular season games, uh, including the postseason. He's 10 and two overall with a 2.74 ERA and 104 strikeouts in 13 starts uh, for his career against Cleveland. Uh, those are those are pretty dominant numbers. And, and with the Yankees, he's he's just been uh, lights out. Four and one with a 3.34 ERA in the regular season. Seven and one overall, if you include the postseason, with a 2.91 ERA in eight starts. So uh, over those eight starts uh, with the Yankees, he's allowed two runs or fewer seven times, uh, and and he already has a win this year against them. Um, it's just been a story of domination every time Cole takes the mound against Cleveland. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And and Joey's off to you know one of his best starts ever. You know, overall five and zero, one point one one ERA, forty forty and two third innings. He's he's uh you know eleven I think what eleven walks, forty four strikeouts. You know he's leading uh you know the big leagues in wins, innings pitched. Uh, just, uh, you know, he's off, he's a dominant pitcher and he's off to a dominant start and, uh, good luck t- Tanner Beebe. Go get him kid or Bybee. <laughs> That's the second big league start. You're not only at Yankee stadium, but you're facing uh Garrett Cole. Right. But, uh, but Bybee's also uh, not facing Aaron judge and John Carlos Stanton. Uh, you know, those are guys that aren't going to be in the lineup. So that, that helps, uh, you know, if he's able to, to repeat what he did in his, uh, debut in terms of the eight strikeouts and and just uh, going after hitters, uh, I think that's a, a positive. But but back to Cole and just the way that he's dominated. Um, you know, Terry Francona was asked what makes Cole so effective, and he said that he sits about 96, 97 with his fastball. But then the last time he faced Cleveland, you know, there were certain at bats where he didn't even throw fastballs. Like one to to Jose Ramirez, uh, Ramirez didn't even see a fastball. And and when you've got to respect, you know, three or four different pitches, that makes Cole, uh, you know, really good. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, trying to figure out ways to to not just get to him, 
but get him out of the game because they weren't able to do that in game four last year. Uh, he They had him on the ropes a number of times, and he sort of wiggled out. He had 60 pitches through the first three innings uh, in game four, and then uh, comes out in, in the fourth inning. They get a couple of good defensive plays, and you know he, he that sort of propels him into the seventh inning. Uh, you, you 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 look up all of a sudden you've got him on the ropes you know early and then uh, it's the seventh inning and he's got eight strikeouts against you. Yeah, Joe, he is not just uh, you know he can beat you a lot of different ways. Like earlier this season when he faced him, like you were saying, you know he only th- he only struck out three guys, but he he goes seven innings, he only gives up two runs, he walks a couple guys, and and uh, they still be- he still beats you. So you know whether he's striking out thirteen guys or or uh, you know three guys, he's still going seven or eight innings, he's still pitching deep into the game, and he's still dominating you. You have not shown. Cleveland has not shown that they can beat them. It might just be a, a matter of, you know, attrition. They might have to just wait this guy out until he gets <laughs> to be, uh, you know, too old to get out there and, and, and do it anymore. Uh, it's it, it, and it's it's funny. It's the reverse of, of what they did, uh, you know, career wise with with like a Justin Verlander early on in, in Verlander's career. They 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 owned him. They beat him. Uh, you know, Cleveland did all the time. Uh, and then he went to Houston and he, he just got unbeatable against him. It's uh, uh, it it's weird to, to just see how, uh, you know, certain pitchers uh, attack different lineups differently. And, and it's always just been the case for for Cole. He's, he's just always had that sort of mojo. Yeah. And, you know, Joe, he's beat he's beaten Cleveland as a pirate as an Astro, and as a Yankee. It doesn't matter what uniform he, he's wearing or what kind of lineup Cleveland is, has, is, is throwing out there against him. You know, this is a completely different lineup than, you know, the one he beat, uh, you know, in, in the postseason with Houston, you know, what, in 17 maybe, 2017, 2018. You know, so, you know, it's um, – He's just a great pitcher, and he, you know, he adjusts. And sometimes pitchers just, you know, they they have a sign over one team, over a certain team, no matter how that personnel on that team changes. Yeah, uh, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, maybe the keys are are Stephen Kwan and, and Josh Naylor, both of whom, you know, homered in the the playoffs against uh, Cole last year. And, and I think Naylor has, uh, if you count playoffs and regular season, two career home runs against Naylor. Uh, so we'll see if um, if they can get through to him uh, again tonight, and if that's the case, uh, Hoinsey, uh one more, uh, two more, two more games on his road trip before uh, the Guardians head home. Uh, we'll uh, we'll check in again with you uh, after Game Two uh, tomorrow on on Wednesday here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Good deal, Joe.